tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's your Daily Dose of Dono. Welcome to the show. Welcome to September, September 1st, 2023. I cannot believe how fast this year has gone. It's been such an awesome year for this show because the show started in 2023. Welcome to all of you new subscribers. We are growing. We are showing. Is that is that appropriate? <laughs> Happy Friday. You know I love a Friday. You know why I really love a Friday, you guys? Tonight is the return of my husband, Lance Bowling, is arriving on a jet plane from Tulum after being gone for an entire month, shooting a show. He said, awful conditions. <laughs> we'll talk to him all about it. Maybe I'll get him on for a special weekend edition of Daily Dose. Uh, those of you guys know, hashtag Lancers. Lance will be back. And we have a very exciting um uh, Labor Day weekend. We have so much going on. We're going to a bar mitzvah tomorrow night, but like a party bar mitzvah. It will be a lot of fun. And then on Sunday, we're going to a friend's barbecue. And on the Monday, on Labor Day, we're going to another friend's barbecue. So I'm excited. I love a long weekend more than anything. And maybe I'll do a Labor Day edition of the show. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Uh, a couple other things. I want to shout out my Facebook group, which officially is over a thousand members. What in the world? Not only did I ever think I was going to even be able to maintain a Facebook group because usually my Facebook groups just die whenever I've had a Facebook group about like business or anything marketing or, you know, video content or whatever dies in the, like dies. No one ever, ever uh, sticks around for it because, you know, they're boring. But this one has the best people in it. I've been able to maintain a very, very um, stable group of dosers. You guys are all pretty, pretty cool and chill and fun. And of course, every once in a while, we'll have a post that gets a little bit too, oh, but that's when I usually cu uh, cut off comments because I don't like it if it gets into those muddy waters. I uh, I think, you know, your vibe attracts your tribe, right? That's what, what that's what we're going to say. The dosers are awesome. So come on in the Facebook group if you want to be surrounded by people that love reality TV and love pop culture, but also want to hang out and meet people that are just like them. Um, and when I say just like them, they're so not just like them, except for the fact that we all have this passion that we're obsessed with together. So, okay, what are the big stories of the week? Well, obviously, two huge things happened this week in my Daily Dose of Donna land, and I will be talking about both of them. I also asked my Facebook group to ask any questions that they want me to answer today, and a lot of them are about different shows, things I know about different shows or about the industry. 
my, my light was like a little bit topsy turvy. Um, and I have, so I'm going to talk about that. And of course, we're going to talk about the big breakup in the Bravo land. And we are going to get into, ooh, I keep freezing. Let me just switch something up. We're going to talk about the big breakup in the Bravo, the Bravo land, Carla and Lindsay. And of course, we're going to talk about a little bit of an update on the Heather McDonald, Justin Martindale, and now Jeff Lewis situation because it is on everyone's side. I mean, everyone's mind, at least in my Daily Dose of Donna Facebook group. Okay. So let's get started with Carl and Lindsay. All right, Carl and Lindsay, I'm not going to go into a whole recap of what I talked about with the lovely Zach Peter last week or yesterday. We talked about how the fact is, and this is what I know from a few people that I speak to, this is what I know. Okay, you guys, let me know. Am I better? Am I bad? Just give me a heads up right now. Okay, I think that this is what's happening. Okay. They have been shooting Summer House all summer. I have a feeling, slash what I've heard, that Carl has had his reservations multiple times throughout the summer, maybe even multiple times throughout the year, right? We don't know. But they've just been shooting this summer. I think he's had multiple conversations on camera and off camera about his reservations, potentially with his mother, who we know he's very close with, potentially with Kyle potentially with other friends, okay, but not with Lindsay. Or maybe, maybe with Lindsay, but it's one of those things where she's like, babe, you love how I said babe because that's what they call each other. Babe, like this is normal. It's normal to be nervous. I love you. We're going to be fine, right? I think from what I've heard that this show was getting to the place where we're coming up on the last weekend of shooting. Apparently, they shoot on Labor Day weekend. I don't know what their current schedule is, but apparently they do. If that's the case, it was, Zach said something very interesting in yesterday's show, and I think I'm going to corroborate with his uh, feelings that potentially what happened was Carl realized, holy shit, I have just a few more days of this show being shot. If I want to break up with Lindsay, which I think I need to do, because now I've already talked about it with multiple people. I've let my feelings out and we're getting really close to the wedding. And then what I've heard from a variety of sources, like I'm saying two or three people who are very active in that land, that producers have gotten in his ear. Now, I don't know if it's a specific producer. I don't know if it was an intentional bad way, but I think that sometimes what happens is producers are hearing him say his reservations over and over and over because they're watching him shoot with other people maybe and speaking about it or talking about it in confessionals and the interviews. And maybe they know we need a good show here. Hey, Carl, this is all just like opinion based on what I know. Hey, Carl, if you're feeling a certain way, it's not fair for you to not let her know. If you're feeling a certain way, you have to do what's right. If you're feeling a certain way, you have to call it. If you do call it, we can be there for you. If you do call it and it's on camera, it's possible that it won't be as heated as it will get. It's possible that you won't have, you know, as much drama because it will be on camera. We'll be there for you. We can watch you. Like everyone always wants to act a little bit like different because they know cameras are there. It's almost like a source of protection. And Carl may have also felt hey, this is a source of protection to have cameras there because 
how can and how will Lindsay react to this re- to this news of me breaking up with her? Like this could get real, real bad, right? Um, my friend Morgan, Morgan Peacock, she also has a podcast. I was listening to her show yesterday about this, and she brought something up, and I want to um, credit her for this this conversation about securing a job. So both Carl and Lindsay do not have other careers. Do they make other money? Of course. They make other money from Instagram advertisements, you know, sponsored content, um, maybe, you know, going to live events and being paid to go to live events, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe merch. I don't know. But they don't have any other, Ray, we're getting into that. They don't have any other career other than this. Lindsay used to be a PR. like she had a PR company. Uh, when we were watching the show, like season one, season two, we would see her in her office and now the, that is gone. And, you know, Kyle has Loverboy. Amanda, of course, is also working for Loverboy. Paige is a huge influencer, does all those Amazon lives. So she gets paid doing that. And then she also has Giggly Squad, which Giggly Squad, her podcast, which I've been getting into lately with Hannah Burner, who, by the way, Side note, never used to really like Hannah Burner on Summer House, but I love them on the podcast. It's a really, really cute podcast. Um, I actually don't love Paige either on Summer House, but I like her on the podcast. So give that a shot. That podcast does incredibly well and they go on tour and they sell, you know, theaters out. So they're doing very well. She also has, she also appears on Southern Charm as, you know, with Craig. So she does well. Paige does well. I don't know. Oh, Maya and um, Sierra have another podcast. I don't know what else, how else they're making money. I know Danielle has this app that she's doing. So the goal here is like, it's all riding on this show for Lindsay and Carl. And there may be a part of Carl that is like, holy shit. If we go off and get married in November and then like we don't get a spinoff show, what is that? Like what's next season? We can't, we're coming back as the old married half sober couple, like on summer house. No way. I can't imagine. Um, oh, Sierra's a nurse and a model. I know she used to be a nurse. I didn't know that if she still was practicing though. Um, I can't imagine that Carl and Lindsay come back to summer house next year married. It just doesn't connect with me at all. Like maybe they were trying to get a spinoff. But we've talked about this many times on the show months ago that I don't believe that Carl, this is going to sound real bad, but I don't believe Carl's good TV. I find him incredibly paint dry boring. I find him, um, yeah, I find him boring. I don't want to watch him, right? And I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but Lindsay is the personality of the two. And Carl as he needs to be, is focused from what we know on his health, on his sobriety, on working out, on all these things. And he's boring, guys. He's boring on the show. Oh, Maya's also a pastry chef and and makes cookies. That is correct. You're right. I've always wanted to try those cookies, by the way. Maybe I need to. Um, So I believe that Carl is paint dry boring. It was exactly, I said this about Travis, Gina's boyfriend. Like they're very similar. Their personalities are very similar. They're boring. And Carl may have felt like if I want to be asked back to the show, I need to spice things up. I need to like show my villain side again. Would I believe that he would go through all of that and break her up with her just for that reason? No. But why would I believe that he would do it on camera would be for that reason? Yes. Now, 
There's a lot of speculation going on with podcasters, with, you know, in private podcasts, in on Instagram accounts and stuff about a lot of people, a lot of things, sorry, a lot of things about Carl. Um, one being about his sexual preferences. I don't go there in the show. No, I'm not doing that. What I will say and this is maybe also a little bit out of my realm, but I do have a very, very good doser who is sober 24 years, and she and I were in a message uh, DMing back and forth last night. And she said, consider the possibility that that this is a sobriety issue. Not only the fact that maybe he has a hard time staying sober easily when he's being, you know, and when he's in a relationship with someone that likes to drink and party, because we all know Lindsay likes to drink and party. Come on. Like you don't change your, you know, what is it? What do they say? A zebra can't change their stripes or whatever. Um, or, and this would be tragic if that was the case, or he fell off the wagon and has slipped up. We've seen him that he was like, you know, smoking some weed in previous seasons, et cetera. I posted a picture that Dumois spotted of him at the airport yesterday and he was flying somewhere and I posted it on my stories and I said, flying to mom, question mark, because that was my gut feeling. Like he needs to get out of New York and like leave the apartment and go and visit his mother, who I know he's like besties with. I got a DM from someone who was very, very into this Bravo universe. Okay. I'm just going to see if they responded since I sent that. Okay. Um, and I, I'm just responding back. I got a DM saying there's more to this story, dot, 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 as a response to him flying away. Where do you think he's flying, you guys? I want to know. What do you think? Where is he going? What's happening? So, of course, a couple of the comments, rehab, treatment center, question mark. I have no information on that. I have absolutely no idea. But maybe a preventative situation. Maybe he's like, holy shit, this is like a trigger for me right now, like going through all this public stress and like heartbreak too. Because even if you break up with someone because you know you shouldn't get married, don't say that he's not heartbroken. Like there's got to be heartbreak on both sides. Um, or or it could be um, that, you know, that there has been a slip up. I don't know. Um, ooh, tell me. Um, yeah, a couple people are saying in the comments, you know, addiction is life or death. And I'm not – in any way insinuating that I've heard he's fallen off the wagon. I'm just saying this is a possibility. Um, He looks real bad, but he also just publicly broke up with his fiance and best friend. I don't think you'd look good no matter what was going on, right? Like it's a devastating situation. He also is not an idiot. He sees what's going on and what people are saying about him. People are calling him like the new Sandoval, like move over Sandoval, Carl's in town. It's not going to be good for his mental health. Whatever is going to happen is not going to be good for his mental health. There is absolutely no way that he's going to get out of this without being burned 
majorly publicly by the Bravo world, by the Lindsay fans, by the women of Bravo, especially like, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. And I feel for him if he's going through something bigger. There's a reason he did this, not just because he's evil, although this sucks. Like two things can be true, right? You can break up because you know things are bad and that you're trying to like prevent yourself. We don't know what's happening behind closed doors between him and Lindsay. We don't know if if she's getting hammered on the weekends and yelling at him or if he's um, finding himself becoming you know, very angry with her or, or, you know, he's questioning whether or not he can stay sober in the relationship, or maybe he is not in love with her. Maybe he looks at her as a best friend. Maybe he's like, I don't see myself living with you for the rest of my life. I mean, there's a million reasons why he did it on camera. Two reasons, because you want to secure a job for yourself. You want to be good TV and two, because you're scared. And this gives you an easy way to do it. And, and have protection. What do you guys think? A couple other people. Maybe Lindsay cheated on him. I don't see it. It's possible, but I don't see it. There is a reason. There is a reason that we don't know. And I'm, I'm curious to know what's going to happen. Obviously, we're going to watch Come on, of course we're going to watch. I just hope that those girls of Summer House are not just like tearing her down or like <laughs> in the back. Like I hope that Paige and Maya and Sierra and Danielle have got her back. Um, And I wonder where Kyle is right now. Like I need to know. Should we all just jump on a flight to New York, you guys? Who can get over – Oh. I saw the best vest meme this morning, which I posted to my stories. Oh my God, you guys. And it was a video of like this car, this red car driving like off the, off the road, like making really fast turns. And it was like Bethany driving over to the Hamptons to get Carl and Lindsay on her podcast. Oh, it's so funny. It's so funny. You know, Bethany's like, get Lindsay immediately. Speaking of Bethany, Guess who I heard that she's getting on her podcast next? And I am not down. Ebony from the last season of Real Housewives of New York before it got canceled or before that whole cast got let go. Are we okay with this? No offense towards Ebony, but like I just feel like she's just finding any reason now to like go hard into Bravo. I can't do it, you guys. I can't. She also had the bachelorette, you know, the former bachelorette, Gabby, and her, is it girlfriend? I don't know. Is it fiance or girlfriend on her show? I'm also not very interested in that story because I'm not a big bachelorette fan. Um, Okay. What was I going to say? Until um, I hear more about the potential of what's happening with Carl, uh, I will let you guys know. You know I'm connected with a bunch of people, so I need to get a little bit more information before I just speak at a turn and tell you guys like a lie. That's another thing. I said this on my TikTok the other day. I posted the rumors when I heard and when I knew. Here's the thing. I knew, but I, I called it rumors. Are the rumors true? The way I got killed in my TikTok comments, oh my gosh, you're the only account talking about this. Stop spreading lies. I'm not seeing it anywhere. Why are you lying? You're so desperate for clicks and for views. One thing to know about me is I'm not speaking on TikTok or on my podcast unless I know it to be true. Or I'm not speaking out of turn. I should say that. I will speak some things wrong by mistake, 
for sure. But I'm not going to bring something like that to the table. I knew absolutely that this was going to come out the next day. I knew it 100%. I had confirmation. So I said it as a rumor because it was already on Reddit. It was on threads. Oh, felt good to be right about that one. Guys, follow me for the scoop. I will tell you for sure, for sure, for sure. I am really, I really try not to speak out of turn. And I will always take accountability if I mess something up. Like that one time when I said that Tom Sandoval did Howie, um, Howard Stern's <laughs> podcast and not Howie Mandel's. Oh, that was embarrassing. Can you imagine Tom Sandoval on Howie, on Howard Stern's? Okay, let's talk for a couple minutes and then we'll move on into the, um, into the Heather and, and Justin like update. I just want to mention a couple of minutes about Vanderpump. So the whole cast. Oh, I thought I heard the gardener. The whole cast is out on a group. Um, what's it called? They're out on a group trip up in San Francisco for Kyle Chan, Chan. He's the jeweler for his big party. Everyone is there. Now, I said yesterday on my stories that Ariana's boyfriend, Daniel, is with them. And he was on the flight. And I thought he was definitely shooting with them. I was told from a couple of people in DM saying, no, look, so many people are there. Like, this other girl is there with with Tom Sandoval, a friend, and you know whatever. Uh, Ariana's best friend Brad is also there. It doesn't mean necessarily that they're all filming, but I can't imagine that Ariana is going to this big party and not bringing her boyfriend. Like, why would she bring him to San Francisco if he wasn't going with her to these things? So I'm sure he's going to be on camera. I'm sure he's meeting Tom Sandoval um, for the first time this weekend. I don't know. There are a few blind items about this guy. I want to believe that he's amazing for Ariana's sake. I really do. I don't have any ill will towards him. I want him to be the best thing ever. I just think it's a little bit interesting when you come out of a 10-year relationship and then get serious with someone right, right off the bat. And then also the person that you're getting serious with is also like very public about you. I don't think Lance has ever made me a real like talking about the weekend he gave me. You know what, Lance? Lance Bowling, if you're listening to this, if you love me, you will post a public reel of taking me to Chicago and taking me out, okay? I want to know, I want you to tell people about the shoes you bought me. I want to tell people about the fake flowers you brought me at the airport. I I want it all to be filmed. I want you to set up cameras for the hello, for the hug. I want you to set up cameras for, um, you know, all the things. Okay. Also, you got to take me to a restaurant that is over a thousand dollars for dinner and film it and voice over it and post it. Okay. Then I will know that you love me. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission at us customs and border protection. We go beyond to protect more than borders from ship to shore, air to ground, Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. 
Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Let's keep going. Getting into this. this I was going to say, you know what? Okay. Getting into what you guys want to know about. Here's all I'm going to say. I spoke very strongly about, you know, I spent an entire episode speaking about Heather Heather McDonald, Justin Martindale, and Justin Martindale's opening up and sharing his side. I spoke about that on Wednesday. You guys were very invested. Got a lot of comments. Got a lot of really supportive towards Justin Martindale comments. Got a lot of supportive towards Heather McDonald comments. Luckily, from what I saw, I didn't get any disparaging horrible, offensive, mean comments. I didn't see not one on YouTube. If you guys saw any calling me names, calling Heather names, calling Justin names, like horrible names, please let me know. That will be blocked. But I think it works, you guys. I think it works if you tell your audience, please do not leave mean, nasty, crude, horrible, bully-like, you know, offensive comments. I think they listen. I do. Because I think that if they like you, they're going to want to listen to you and they're going to not want to go against what you want for them. So that's just my thought. So thank you guys for respecting that. You can have different opinions. I'm going to be like, Bethany, you don't have to agree, but you have to listen. You can have different opinions, but there's ways to say it in a nicer way. So you guys are doing great with that. Thank you. Um, Since then, a few things have happened. Uh, I have heard from multiple, multiple people that there's been a lot of blocking um, going on in different Facebook groups. I am not a part of Juicy Scoop Obsessed. I tried to ask to get in like maybe six months ago, literally, and my invite just sat for like a week. She she didn't let me in. Okay. That's the truth. No offense, but like she didn't let me in. Um, A lot of you guys are saying right now on the comments that there's a lot of blocking There's a lot of kicking out. There's a lot of blocking on Patreon. Look, I have blocked one person on Patreon, which means I lose that money. But I blocked that one person because they called me horrendous names, horrendous names, like mean. They were paying to bully me. No, I'm going to protect my peace. So if you're on her Patreon and you're calling her disgusting names and you're saying mean, mean things, I think she should block you. I'm just going to be honest. It's not right. This is her safe space and you should not be calling her disgusting names in her personal Facebook page and you should not be calling her disgusting names in her Patreon ever. She's a right to block people like that. But if you're just talking and saying your opinion, I think that that's okay. See, that's what I'm saying. I think it's all about your approach. Now, if you're getting blocked for just saying your opinion in a kind way or in a like a friendly way, that's a different situation. I'm not getting into that. I don't do that. I don't know what it is. Um, Like, for example, someone in my comments says, I only said it was sad her friendship fell out and it was not nice. And it was not nice to like mean comments. And I got blocked from her Patreon. That sucks. That's not nice. In fact, one of the dosers sent a comment to me today from, I guess, her Patreon that said something along the lines of like, I listened to that daily dose of Donna and she said this about you and she said that about you, which is not true. And what she specifically said, and it was liked by Heather. So I don't know. What can I do, you guys? If she doesn't like me without ever talking to me, that is so unfortunate. That is not the goal here. But anyway, she released her Patreon. I have not listened to it from what I've heard. There was a a portion of it that is very like 
felt maybe a little bit scripted and it was just like, this is what I stand for. I am not these things that I was called by this former guest. She doesn't mention Justin by name. I am not, um, you know, who you like, who I'm made out to be. I am a ally. I am this, I am that. And then one thing that she did double down on again was the fact that she is never forcing her guests to be exclusive and she would never tell people that they can't do other people's shows. Well, so that's one thing. I'm not going to focus in on that. If you want to listen to her Patreon, like, please go do it. Support, support, support. Let's talk about what Jeff Lewis said today, because I do support Jeff Lewis on Sirius XM. I spend money to listen to that show. I love Jeff Lewis more than anything. You know that. I, I recognize he's flawed as fuck. I recognize he ain't perfect. I recognize I would never want to be on his bad side. We've talked about that before. But I do see certain things about him that I think are really stand up. For example, I do think he supports his his co-hosts incredibly. I think he pays them. I think he promotes the shit out of them multiple times throughout the show, right? There is not one person that's ever a co-host on that show that he's not talking about them and their business right off the bat right? We all know about the saltery, about, you know, Doug Salts. We know about Leah Black's skincare. We know about Jill Zarin's um, candles and her and all her fabric stuff and the rugs. We know about uh, Monica Casey's other podcast. We know about Stu and his uh, seasonings. We know about Carney and um, Wilson Phillips and when she goes on tour and her baking, we know, I mean, like, come on, Joey Zauzig and his other show, like this guy really does promote the shit out of his other people. Um, so he says today on today's show, I did not listen because I was at hot yoga sweating out all the toxicity from the week. And he said, I don't like to get involved in people's drama, but I am involved now. Justin Martindale was a former co-host of Heather McDonald. He has his own podcast. And he mentioned on the show that I told him he needed to get, I needed to get approval from Heather McDonald for him to be on my show, which I had not gotten. When Justin said this, I immediately believed it because I've heard this from a few people. Okay. Heather had said that is not true. She didn't use Jeff's words. She didn't specifically say Jeff. She just said, that is not true. I don't do that. Jeff today said she did do that. She called me and said, I don't want our shows to be too similar. And for that reason, I don't want you to have him on. So she did do that, right? There's no reason for Jeff to lie. Um, They do share some guests, Fortune Femestar and Brandy and Julie are both Guess on both. By the way, Gardner has just arrived. So I don't know if you guys will hear this on the audio or on the TikTok, I mean, on the YouTube, but I know on TikTok you'll hear it loud for a while. I'm going to keep on talking and I'm just going to bring the mic a little bit closer. So um, I do believe that Jeff is telling the truth. He has nothing to gain or lose. And I think it makes him look bad if he didn't tell the truth, right? He has to. He has to stand up for what especially if his name was brought up into something. Um, I think, I think when it comes to like having similar shows, I can understand the concept behind that. I don't want our shows to be too similar, but have you ever, ever heard about, I just got a comment from, a very, very close person in my life who's a former client of mine. I'm not going to say your name out loud, 
And it says, I went to college with Heather and sadly, it sounds like she hasn't changed. Um, you shoot me a DM immediately. Yeah. Um, okay. So Jeff, Jeff's show is about Jeff. Yes, sometimes it covers big news stories. Yes, sometimes it covers random stories here and there. But Jeff's show is ultimately a Jeff show. It's about Jeff Lewis. It's about the Jeff Lewis inner workings. It's about where Jeff went to dinner last night. Jeff and Gage. It's all about Jeff. Heather's show is about pop culture. It's a pop culture rundown show. You know, you're talking about Britney Spears or Vanderpump or Scandal or whatever. Two shows are very different. You will never, you can put Justin Martindale on Heather's show. You can put it on um, Jeff's show. You can put him on my show. We're going to have three very different shows. But that's the lovely part about podcasting. And that's why Kate Casey ha- can be on Zach Peter's show. Then she can be on my show. Then she was on Bravo Bros show. Then she's on Car- Carlos King's show. Now, Carlos King can be on Bravo Bros. And Bravo Bros can be on Zach Peter's show. And Bravo Bros and I can have a show together, which we will next week. That's the plan. We're working on uh, scheduling a show next week. It will never be the same show. Number one, it's new topics. It's new things that are coming up and it's new hosts. It's always very different. I am so not a believer in, in, um, in competition. I am so a believer of collaboration. I always want to collab. If you look at any of my DMs with any of these big creators, it's always let's collab. That's my first DM with any of these big people. I am always wanting to find a way to push each other forward. You know, when I got off the phone with Zach Peter yesterday or when we finished this episode, he immediately gave me the number of someone that he works with to help my show out. This is the goal here, collaboration over competition. And that should be in the comments. That should be in the Facebook groups. That should be with any single industry. And if you guys ever need anything from me, I will happily help you. I've already said this. There's a couple of people, shout out Kimberly. She wants me to be on her podcast. I said, absolutely. You guys want me on your show? When? Ask me. I will always do your, your podcast. Unless it's like, like a hateful podcast, I won't do that. But if you just want to chat with me or have me on your show, this is why we succeed in life because karma is a biatch, right? Karma is your boyfriend. I am always a believer of connecting people. I'm the kind of person that like likes my friends to be friends with each other. Ask any of my girlfriends. Seriously, I'm not joking. They would all agree. I never want to separate my friend groups. I'm always bringing them together. I think the more the merrier. But that's who I am as a person. And not everyone is that way. So would Justin Martindale on Jeff Lewis's show be incredible for his career? Absolutely. Who wouldn't want to be a guest on Jeff Lewis's serious radio show? It is huge. The numbers are huge. His audience is huge. To be a chump on Jeff's show is a big deal. And that's why so many people want to do it. So yes, that sucks for Justin. And I can see why he would be bummed. You know? Yes, Jeff doesn't go on anyone's podcast. And he's said this before. He doesn't go on other people's podcasts because he doesn't want to um, say yes to one person and then feel like he has to say yes to all the chumps. Everyone has a podcast, right? Every single person that he talks to and every single person that's on his show has a podcast. And he has said multiple times, like, if I do your show, then I'm going to have to do your show. I'm going to have to do your show. So I won't do that. At least he's keeping it fair. Um, okay. Let's see. I'm going to answer some questions now in the Facebook group that asked me what, you know, I'm going to, let me look at them and see what they say as the gardener literally comes right back my door, right across my door right here. Okay. 
Do I have a gardener? The answer is yes. All right, let's get into some of the questions. Um, it's so loud. I'm so sorry. It's going to be done in just a moment. The question is, honest question. Do you know anything about the David Yontif stuff? I think 90% of the stuff is about money. Okay, Miriam. So I'm going to tell you guys this one thing. After this break, <laughs> I'm going to tell you this one thing. I don't know a lot about the David Yontef beyond the velvet rope situation. I'm not a listener to that podcast. I don't follow that podcast. I don't follow him on Instagram. I don't know anything about it. I haven't heard the kindest things from people that I have in this world about him, but that doesn't mean anything. Everyone has their own experiences. I don't know Kim D well enough, you guys. I just watched New Jersey when she was on it as like a guest. That's it. Like, I really don't know this drama. But the question is, do you think this is about money? It's either about money or it's about ego. Because that's what this podcast situation is all about. It's about money or it's about ego. That's it. My mic is weird now. Um, Let me know. So... That's what I think. Okay. The next question. Oh, Brissa says, do you think Jeff's statement today is a little bit of payback for Heather supporting Julie and Brandy? No, not at all. Heather didn't support. Heather was on Jeff's show the same day that she had Julie and Brandy in studio. She wasn't supporting either. She was being very, I thought, very like between. Um, so I don't think that that's the case. Do you think the podcasters are gaining or losing followers because of all the inside fighting? This is the question. From your standpoint, has reporting on it been spoken about behind the scenes with others others you collab with? Um, 100% helps. 100% this kind of stuff is scandal will always bring more viewers, more listeners. Scandal will always do that. It will always add to the um, the excitement of the show. People want the drama. It feels it feels very much like a um, it feels very much like car crash mentality, train wreck, need to see what's going on. So 100%, a lot of people are complaining about Heather. I do think she's gaining more Patreon subscribers. I do believe she's getting more followers and listeners. I do. Justin Martindale, I'm sure his podcast went through the roof, the numbers for this other episode that he released this week. Um, My show even, I would be an idiot to say that it didn't do well, the show that I talked about this. I'm sure people have tuned into Zach Peter talking about Up and Adam. I just think that this is kind of the way these things work. Um... Okay, let me see if there's any questions. Have I heard anything about the upcoming season of Summer House, given that the cameras had to come back up for the latest Carl Lindsay drama? I have not heard anything, but I'm sure it's going to be really good. Why do you Why do you think Bethany posts snack foods constantly when her claim to fame is a natural food chef? And why is she now claiming to be the inventor of intermittent fasting? Because Bethany will always... Uh, pretend that she's the inventor of everything. Remember, she's the first person that did cottage cheese. She's the first person that did caviar. She's the first person that did all of this stuff. This is who Bethany is. She is always looking for the next big thing. She sees 
TikTokers do very, very well from posting snack reviews. She says she sees them doing very well for makeup and, and grocery hauls. And it's like, give it to me. Give it to me, baby. What else can I do that other people are doing really good? Oh, she's the first person that did a pizza bagel too. True. Yeah. Like, like we didn't all grow up, you know, ordering pizza bagels, frozen pizza bagels from the market, right? Or getting them from the market. Um, let's see if there's any other, other questions. From looking at Dumois, Paige from Summerhouse did a live show in Montreal at the end of July. And when she was asked about the upcoming wedding for Carla and Lindsay, she seems to have known something was going on before the bombshell by her reaction. Do you think there's a lot more to this split that we don't know about that prompted Carl to make this move? Absolutely. We don't know something very, very big. Something very, very big. Um, I think that the whole cast probably, the reason why I know that is because I've heard this a few different times, that something is happening behind the scenes during the season that has come out that he needs to rip the Band-Aid here. He needs to end it. So maybe there was an affair. Maybe there was certain, you know, things that came out. Maybe certain people were saying things. Maybe people realized whatever. Whatever. I don't know. But yes, I do believe that. Am I going to BravoCon? Guys, I am going to BravoCon. I have three days of tickets. I don't know which days or which hours I'll be there. I do not think I'll be at BravoCon Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from morning till night, but I will be in Vegas. I'm going with a non-Bravo loving best friend, my girlfriend, Jamie, who you guys will love if you meet her. I got so scared again. He came back. He came back to blow more leaves. Um, oh, people are thinking, did Lindsay cheat with Austin again? I don't know. I don't know. I will definitely be in Vegas and I'm, I need to figure this all out. I am overwhelmed by it. I don't want to make, and you know how I feel. I don't want to make too many plans that I have to go to certain places at certain times. That scares me. So I just want to keep it kind of open right now, but I do think I will be planning. I will be planning some sort of a get together of some sort. If you guys are going to BravoCon, you need to let me know somehow. Um, do I think all these shows creating drama have the cameras and having the cameras go back are timing for ratings? Yes and no. I think a lot of shit goes down at the way end. But also yes. But also no. Um, did we talk this week's OC? We talked about Real Houses of OC briefly yesterday with Zach. We just talked basically about the fact that I think Shannon is off her rocker right now. And I think that Tamara is um, very conveniently forgetting some really important conversations. But, you know, I'm a Tamara stan. Um, so I don't know specifically. I got a question over here. Uh, that I think is interesting. Donna, do you know any personal friends slash coworkers that have anything to say about Heather? Funny you should ask. Yes. Um, I do know one person who I spoke to off the record today who said that she knows someone. This is like, so know someone that knows someone. But essentially that anything that you hear about certain people, if you hear it multiple, multiple times, I'm just going to leave you with this. If you hear someone is a certain kind of person from multiple people over the course of many, many years, I would say you have a better chance of believing this to be true. Whereas if you hear that like, you know, I don't know, I'm just going to pull someone out of my, um, uh, someone from the new Roni, right? Like um, Jessel right? If you hear that Jessel is the kindest, kindest person from 90% of the people, but from one or two people, you hear that she was an, a bitch, you could also think, okay, maybe she just had a bad day. So I always look at it like this. Personal opinions about people are very 
Um, subjective or objective? Now I don't remember. Which is the the one? Subjective or objective? Like, which is the one that you have a feeling like it is depends on you? Subjective. Subjective. Personal opinions are subjective. There's a lot of people that I obsess over that my best friend doesn't like and vice versa, right? Like, we are able to take our own personal opinion. I just like to look at what is the kind of general consensus. If you don't know someone personally, you can just take from what your opinion is from listening to them and from what other people who have spoken about them is. And then you just decide from that, like, oh, the average person thinks this about this person and I'm just going to go with it, right? Um, if if every single person that you meet from my life that has known me in my life said something bad about me, you'd probably question that. You'd be like, wait, is Donna a horrible person, right? Um, yeah, shout out to Kate Casey again. Jessel was on her show yesterday. It was a really good interview. I definitely agree. Um, don't talk to me about Big Brother because you know my eight-year-old and I watch it together and he begged me to the point of tears last night to wait for him to watch it today because it airs at 9 p.m. Pacific time and this poor kid needed to go to sleep. He was very tired. So I think I am going to drop off there. All I will say is this, be a kind person, be a good person, but let's also have fun chatting about this. Join the Facebook group, join my Patreon. You will not be disappointed. Um, Are we going to have a live TikTok dance party tonight? I'm seeing a lot of questions about that on Facebook and then of course on TikTok. I'm going to tell you this. I'm taking my boys to an early sushi dinner. We'll see. I would love to have a fun happy hour with you guys tonight. It was so fun. If I do this again live tonight on TikTok, I will let you know on the Facebook group. So make sure to join over there. Thank you so, so, so much for supporting the show. Dosers are the best people. I swear you guys are so fun, so funny. And I'm so grateful for you guys all. Love you. Thank you. And let's... uh Let's chat on maybe Monday, but most likely Tuesday. If I do a Labor Day edition of the show, I will let you guys know. Love you, dosers. Have a great Labor Day weekend. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.